welcome back everyone to the Martin Bros podcast. I am I'm I'm Joe Martin. Um, here we have with me um, Mr. Don Martin. I'm Don, and I'm just want to clarify: was that Good Morning Vietnam? Yeah. Uh, is that from something? Yeah. Do you know uh, the Office? Oh, I mean, so I do know what the Office is. Have you watched it all? Not the entire. Okay. So have you seen the episode? It's when uh, Dwight Schrute wins like salesman of the year and he has to give a speech, but he's super nervous. No. So. All right. Well, for our viewers who might know this um, or just, just to recap, um, he's very nervous to get up there. So uh, uh, Michael Scott goes and says, Oh, I got you covered. And then that's how he starts his speech. It's very bad. Anyway. And then he goes up there and then he, he uh, Dwight Schrute actually like, does a Mussolini uh, uh, speech and he like nails it. Everyone loves it because everyone just thinks it's about sales. You know, recently, no, it's not this. Something on my desk here is made in Vietnam. I saw it not that long ago, but I, it's not my mug. I'm looking. Is it your child? No, we didn't make her in Vietnam. Okay. This is made in China. Anyway, the something was, they're a good, they're a good country. It's not Korea. Well, yeah, it's not Penang, right? Penang, or sorry, can we even say that? They're all, they're listening. They're listening to everything. Penang so. pasta? Oh, the Pyong guy, Pyong Chen. I don't know. What's the, what's the ruler's name? We I'm sorry. We can jump in. Kim Jong-un? That's it. That's, <laughs> and that was close. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> vote. <laughs> <laughs> early november vote <laughs> these are the people here on this podcast that are voting for the future That's president right. of our country uh, we have the knowledge we- <laughs> it's pretty scary that like my vote counts just as much as like someone who actually knows what's going on in the world yeah but we should be out there voting anyway so we should go back and implement the three-fifths vote system that they had back in the was it the 30s or yeah, 40s? instead instead of for like black people, it's for like dumb people like you us. You should take a test. It's like if you, depending on how you score on like some certain test, like that's what like percentage of a vote like yours counts as. So if like you just don't know oh. what's going on, like okay, you can still vote, but yours is one tenth of a vote. And if you're like, I know what's going on, like I'm I'm well versed in the issues and the times and what government and everything is and means, you get a full vote. I don't think we'd have many full votes in this country, though. No, we wouldn't. That's interesting. All right. Well, I don't know. It could be a bell curve. You're good at those. It's part of your job, right? You make bell curves. That's all I do for my job. I only make bell curves. That's right. You've nailed my job. You've got got it. Actuation life. (laughs) Joe, kick us off here with some week five recaps. Yeah. So, um... I think that we decided we're just going to kind of, uh, because they're recaps and people may not, or I don't know, they might care about some things, but we're just going to make this a little bit shorter and about uh, stats and some interesting things. So I'm just going to run through the winners. Uh, So Andy uh, beat me 107 to 93. Uh, Tuna boys. So this one's really interesting. Uh, 124. So Evan beat Brian. Oh yeah. And Brian scored 121. The Evans tight end Jonu Smith scored a touchdown his second touchdown with like 159 
left in the fourth quarter. Saw that. The, the Titans were winning 35 to 16. Like, what's going on there? It's fine, but I just, it seems an odd. Anyway, so I feel bad for Brian, but, you know, it's fantasy. Uh, Nick was our top scorer this week, this past week, 144, beating uh, Tim, who scored 102. Man, he has some rough luck, uh, which we'll get to later. And then Kyle Bash squeaked out a win against you, Don, 103 to 92. Um, and Jordan, Solitude, and E minor, 116, beat Kyle Schroeder, 73. Um, any any comments you know, on those? The first thing is, is I forgot to pay Nick his high scoring payout. So I'm doing a week five high score. Nick, it's coming. Oh, I forgot that we changed that because I'm never the highest scorer. You are never. This is our fifth different high score in five weeks. I have not had a. What? Yeah, I've not. Well, we're gonna have week. six because uh, I will be the highest scorer this week. Um, you can put that. You can take that to the bank. Just paid him. Okay. Some. Yeah. A couple things. So, just how stupid fantasy football is. So, not only for the Evan and Brian matchup was it because the tight end got it, but you didn't mention. Evan also had the quarterback. So, I mean, if Tannehill would have oh, yeah. thrown to anybody else to get that touchdown, I don't think it would have gotten enough points. It was it was literally because he connected twice in that game. It, unbelievable. And then on mine, I just I hate, you know, paying more attention to my matchup than anyone else says. I'm, I'm a selfish guy. But <laughs> so I had the Pittsburgh defense, and Kyle has Miles Sanders on the Eagles, and the Eagles were playing them. Miles Sanders did nothing the entire game, except he had one 74-yard touchdown run. So he got 13-plus points on that one run, and I got minus points for the defense on that. That one play, that one play, the one time where he broke off was the difference in our matchup. No, no, wow. No, but it happened early on, so it wasn't like you know Monday night, two minutes left type of thing. But when you look back, it's like that's, that's how close some of these matchups are. It's really one play here and there that swings an entire matchup. Yeah, that's I I saw that. Well, I saw it on the fantasy cast, but I yeah, I didn't even put two and two together for that. I also want to give props to Nick. I did a little historical research and this is Nick's best start in league history. He has never been four and one. So congrats, Nick. You're four and one and you are actually first place right now in the standings. All right, Nick. Scored. You're tied with Kyle Bash and Jordan at four and one, but you have scored the most points of those three years. You're second overall in scoring. We're still, everyone's still trailing Tim, who miraculously is one in four and the high score in the league. So pretty. I, I am going to like, anyway, we'll talk about it later. Um, a, a few more recap things. So I'm just going to go through uh, if someone would have won, if both teams would have put their optimal lineups in, and then also who was in the top five that lost. Kind of like the awards last year, only we're just going to mention them each week. So there was no teams that if both sides played their optimal lineups, um, they would have switched wins and loss. But Brian, yeah, he was top five and uh, lost this week. And then a couple other things I just thought it would be interesting maybe going forward to say who the player over and underachiever was oh, yeah. for the week. And so, Nick, your Ravens defense and special teams, they were projected at nine and a half points, but they scored 27 points 
I think they're the top defense. They are just like, yeah, wow. like the New England of this year. <laughs> and then Kyle Schroeder's Matt Ryan was the underachiever of the week. He was projected at 19.3 and laid a stinker at 6.9. I think you, maybe next week, Joe, do it for each position. We don't oh, sure. So like the over best overperformer and underperformer at the quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, defense, et cetera, kicker. Yeah, that's a good idea. You should do kicker yeah. twice. <laughs> we then did had we had some a really large um waiver wire section this week and <laughs> led by the the big bid of $36 on Noah Fant. I'm just checking here. Did anybody else bid on Noah Fant? Let's just see. Uh, yeah, Andy no? did at $2. Okay, so there were a couple. So um Kyle really likes him. I know he got hurt. I know he's also a pretty good tight end. He played for the Iowa Hawkeyes here second year and was off to a good start. I feel like he may be overpaid by like $30, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We laugh at this and then Noah fans going to be the number one, like fantasy player. He's just oh, going to like, funny. you know, that's just going to happen, but it's fine. He got his tight end. Yeah, I think well, big ones. Uh, Chase Claypool had four touchdowns last week, and so he's now being hyped as a big player. Brian got him for seventeen, pretty good price. I'm actually surprised he only went for seventeen. And I think there's a little stuff. I don't think anything else was was too huge. Anything else you wanted to to note? No, I don't think so. Um, could we just have a moment of silence for? Dak Prescott. Mm. Mm. Andy's a dick. Yeah, well, I hate him. He's so awful. <laughs> just so you guys, <laughs> just so you guys know, um, <laughs> Andy tried to really wanted me to have Rogers instead of Dak. He really, really, he was pushing Rogers, and I was like, no, I like Dak better. I like Dak better. And then, wouldn't you know it? But. That's Who's fine. your quarterback now, Joe? Did you pick someone up? I picked two people up. I um, Kirk Cousins just has a good – he's been awful, but he has a good matchup this week against Atlanta. So I just figure, I don't know, maybe you can give me something. And then I have Carson Wentz just because I think that uh, – yeah, people are jumping ship on him, but I'm going to – I don't know. Go get Watson. Him. Go get Watson from Kyle. That's true too. Or yeah. Allen, whichever one you he- – he, he sent me a trade request last night, and it was like Josh Allen and some tight end that he has. Oh, uh, Ingram for uh, George Kittle. I probably wouldn't have accepted that one, but anyway. Right, let's, let's figure out a trade here. Hold on. I know this is exactly what the podcast is for. So <laughs> who? So if he, did, if he just gave you one of those quarterbacks, who would you give him? Who would you be willing to? Just straight up? Yeah, if you, you um, believe in either of those quarterbacks, like pretty good. Like for Josh Allen, I might give him like Devonta Freeman, straight up, right? Maybe. Okay, that's pretty lackluster. What? I know. I, would you give him Jamison Crowder? Uh, possibly. Man, he's like he's been rocking it. Um, yeah, kind of. So I settle. Yeah, he may have to settle with something less than the name gives just because the, the difference between quarterbacks week to week is it's not huge. 
Right. And you can stream, like you can stream to hopefully get something close, but anyway. Anyhow, let's look at next week. Who do you want to start off with in terms of next week's matchups? Yeah. So, well, because that's the order that's on my uh, ESPN. Let's start with mine. Um, so this is, this is why I was kind of saying I felt bad for Tim earlier. Uh, he, have you seen his roster? Go and look at it right now. All of his, all of his team is on by every single player. <laughs> and so like, and that doesn't automatically mean that I'm, I'm going to beat him this week, but I have a very good chance at beating him. He might be one of the top scorers scored in the league and be one in five at the end of this week. I mean, if someone's going to be one in five, one of, one of us. All right, strategy. So I, I'm, I think we both should pick you this week unless something makes some big moves. Strategy yeah. question. You're one in four. Do you punt this week and just like maybe, maybe you win, but like odds are you drop to one in five, but you keep the players on your team because he's got a nice roster. Or do you go and make some moves? Do you try to trade some players or a player who's on by? to get some people who are playing this week to really kind of get back in the mix to try to get to two and four. You know, for him, I'm looking at his roster and I would try to trade one of his bi-week wide receivers, either Tyler Lockett or Keenan Allen. Try to trade him for, I wouldn't even say a tight end. Well, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, just either a fill-in player or something. That's what I would do. Uh, Hold on, get a call from Gina. We're just gonna keep this on. Okay, that's good. Hi, Gina. Then I'm gonna just sing. I'm gonna do this too. And I, you are, you are on on air right now. Gonna do it all. We're really in the middle of the podcast, and we're just gonna be intermittent swimming. Sharks and the blankets on my team shoulders. No, no one's ever going to be all right, we'll see you soon. the best one of it all. Thanks. Bye. She's coming home. Okay. That's good. All right. Well, that's good. I don't know if there's anything else we need to say on, on this one, Joe. I think we, we both think you have the upper hand unless Tim makes some moves here. Yep. Um, and then next one, Andy Jordan. Uh, who do you think? I think Jordan. I, I, I get. I think Mahomes has got a nice matchup here against the the Bills. I know they typically are decent defense, but I I think that he's gonna way outperform Rodgers this week. I'm, well, I'm kind of hoping. I kind of I'm a I'm a Tom Brady fan here. Okay, so let me take a step back. So I'm really hoping that <laughs> Tampa Bay finds a way to beat the beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So I'm looking at the quarterback matchup here, and that's where I'm going to give him the edge this week. So uh, on the spot here, he has Parker, C.D. Lamb, Robert Woods, and Travis Fulgham now. That uh, he needs to start two of those. Who do you think? Well, I'm going to start CD Lamb. And I think I would sit Parker. I think I would go with Woods. Really? I think I'd have to. I don't. 
I, I think, I mean, Miami is, I, I don't think they're a consistent team. They just went off last week against San Francisco. Parker only had two catches. I mean, he had three targets, two catches in that game. So I, it's not like he's lighting the world on fire. So I just like the consistency of Robert Woods. I think his floor is, is much higher. So I'd go with him. Yeah, and he could even he could even see what he needs. It depends on what uh, what Andy's team does in the afternoon games. Because I mean, Devontae Parker's yeah. late afternoon and Woods to see if he needs. Because I think Parker's probably more of an upside play. But yeah. big um, get on big big get on Andy's side having AJ Brown back now. His team's starting to look as he gets healthier, looking better having him there. I mean, he's he's going to be a provide a big boost going forward. Yeah, I think that I think Jordan does win this week. By the way, I'm picking him, uh, and I would just I would actually start Landry if both of them are healthy, Chark and Landry. I would still maybe start Landry. Really? Um, he's starting to get more targets, uh, and OBJ was just sent home with the sickness. We don't know what the sickness is. They said, but if he's he's gone, Landry. Speaking of sicknesses, so you you have COVID. Are you healed yet? By the way. Oh yes, I've been at work, so I hope. Oh, I'm well, do you have to go get a negative test, or is it just X number of days? After ten days, yeah. Okay, so we got sick here. What? Um, yep, I got sick. Gina got sick. Millie got sick. Millie had like a rash. We took her to the doctor. Like, yeah, that's a viral rash and all these things. So we're all sick, and we're like, someone's got to get tested. And we're like, Millie, you are the sacrificial lamb. So <laughs> Millie, <laughs> Millie got tested for COVID, and she was negative. So we're all fine here, but. Uh, <laughs> that is the funniest thing. This is like uh, Abraham sacrificing Isaac uh, yeah. type of deal. She was so brave. She it. cried a lot. I was not able to be there, but she had to get tested and she was fine. So we're all fine. Uh-huh. Anyhow. Next, Evan Nick. Evan um, Nick. I have. Sorry, what? Oh, just for saying, Evan Nick. Evan Nick. <laughs> we. Are... <laughs> Nick Evan. Nick. Okay. Uh, I I have Evan. I think Evan's winning. Um, did you hear? Or I read on this uh, little uh, website called ESPN. So Le'Veon Bell. His That's an up and coming website. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know how many people know about it, so I wanted to mention it. So he says he reportedly plans to sign with either the Dolphins, the Chiefs, or the Bills. Oh, I heard the Chiefs are the front runners. Oh, I hope so. I think uh, definitely not Bills. I hope just not the Bills because Devin Singletary would take a huge hit if that's the case. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what do you got? Because he's so good. I- I'm going with Nick. I'm not so certain about Cam Akers, but he's in a bit of a bind there with, with Josh Jacobs being on by. If he could figure out a way to make a trade and get someone a little more reliable there. I, I like everything else he's got going on there. Except OBJ, I guess he's sick. But he's got Marvin Jones. He could throw in there. Jacksonville absolutely sucks. It just feels like I, I just feel like this is the type of week where Marvin Jones, who's done nothing, goes against Jacksonville, puts up that like crazy game and then everyone's like, oh Marvin Jones. That's about to happen. You're right. Because oh yes. We should look back or maybe because it's after a bye and then week four he had one catch for and on two targets. He's gonna explode this week. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Guarantee. Yep. Put him in, figure it out. Nick's gonna move to five and one and be 
just chugging his way towards the championship yeah, yeah. this year. Um, how about you versus Kyle Schroeder? So you posted this a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was before the season, about how people do against each other historically. Yep. I am one in six against Kyle. I happened to beat him <laughs> last year for the first time. I know I'm projected to win. My team is an absolute disaster right now. I know the names look good. You can look at it and it's like, oh man, like how in the world is he two and three? Look at the players. I know. They are so inconsistent right now. Every time I start someone, they get hurt in the first quarter or first half of the game. So I'm getting like incomplete games out of people left and right here. I think I'm in for another disaster week. So Kyle Schroeder, I think he's winning. He's moving to three and three. I'm dropping to two and four and struggling to make it to the playoffs. All right. Well, yes, your team has been weak lately. Um, I think you've dropped three in a row. I think that was on Facebook. But this week... It's trendy. I am, I am, I am having confidence in you. So I think you've got it. Um, but for this week, for Kyle Schroeder, he's starting Lindsey Graham, or no, not Lindsey Graham, Lindsey uh, Senator Lindsey Graham. <laughs> uh, he's Oprah's <laughs> husband. Oprah's husband. I don't even remember. I met Lindsey Graham. He came to Pepperdine when I was out there. Oh, really? I listened to him give a speech, and by meeting him, I mean like I shook his hand and said hello. What's oh well? If you never said hey, I'm Don, then no, I don't think technically I didn't do you met him. No, nope, yeah, that. that's okay. I took a picture with Jerry Springer in the in the bathroom <laughs> one time. I know when you guys were like peeing in the urinals next to each other. Yeah, it was at the uh, world premiere of SpongeBob the Musical. Anyways, back to back to fantasy football. Philip, uh, I wouldn't. I would sit Philip Lindsay, and I would start either Cooks or Peterson or Judy. Isn't that hilarious? That Cooks is just um, anyway. I told him to drop him, and of course he had his patented week. What did he do? He only was like eight for one sixty-one and one. Now he is going to do that again. He absolutely is. He may do it even twice more, and it's just you just never know when it's coming because. I guess this week it was against a bad offense, but the defense, I guess, bad defense, but he also put up zeros against Minnesota's defense and Minnesota's defense has been awful. So I, I personally, I can't stand players like Brandon cooks on my roster. So I would never start him. That's why I would drop him regardless of the massive upside. So I think, Oh God, I hate all of them. I mean, I don't know if you trust anybody against new England. Did you put Peterson I, I mean, the only thing I can think is that New England's going to beat Denver so badly that they're going to throw 35 times and maybe Judy gets some volume. I guess. Maybe so. But now with, but with Melvin Gordon out, right, or potentially out because he was driving drunk or something? Correct. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd – honestly, if it was my roster, I'd, I'd roll with Lindsay. I really would. Well, cool. Um, and then Kyle Bash Bryan. We got. I gotta load it first, so you start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> um, so I just think Brian has better matchups. I was kind of looking at all of his um, the verses, and he has lots of greens uh, down his roster. I would suggest not to start Graham. Uh, I just I don't know. I guess he's been doing well lately, right? Is that why? 
Yeah, he's had some consistent targets. Ten or five, five, ten is the last three weeks. Um, I don't know. I, I put it here. Uh, so just sick, just was just dropped. I think by Evan. So I was just gonna suggest maybe him. I just think that he might be a little bit better of a play. Um, well, don't tell him that. Yeah. I was gonna look at Gesicki. I picked up Hawkinson, but my tight end's on a buy next week, so I was gonna go. Um, Potentially look to pick him up. Okay. Sorry. I have Kyle. I I look at his roster and he has the really the number one option on many teams, meaning the number one offensive weapon on Philadelphia is Miles Sanders. Like he's he's the best guy. Kareem Hunt, he's better than the wide receivers. He should be the number one option there. Amari Cooper, I guess you could argue Zeke is, but Amari Cooper has been a target monster. I gotta believe that Andy Dalton's gonna try to find comfort in in him in his first start. Yep. Derrick Henry, he's back to his touchdown ways. I think Kyle moves to five and one. I think he and he and Nick are the, the what the sole five and ones at the end of this week. Yep. Uh, first place. Um, I, I, I was just thinking, uh, sorry, uh, either Juju or more for him. Oh, I feel like we talked about that before. Juju is against Cleveland. Moore is against uh, Chicago. Yeah. I, I think at this point, I don't, Moore has just been such a disappointment. Or did he score a touchdown last week? I guess he, he did a score a touchdown, but it was only the targets have been five, six, and four the last three weeks. So um, I, I don't know. Juju, this is prime letdown spot for the Browns. This is like the type of game where they've been riding high. They're now going to go play Pittsburgh. Baker Mayfield has some beat up ribs or something. Where I think Pittsburgh rolls. So. I think you're in for a good first half for Juju. I roll with Juju. I don't think I could go with more. At the yeah, time. I would agree as well. All right, you want to do DFS? DFS. How bad did we do last week? Did we finish outside the money again and both lose? Uh, yes, we did. Oh, boy. Can, don't check us. We're actually pretty good at I this know. in the long I- term. I was thinking that, you know, Evan had a good idea with like, uh, oh, we can do like a league DFS and everyone pick one. I think that would be really good. But just so you guys know, I just don't think that the payout is um, good enough unless we're actually going to enter in. Let's do this, though. So if Evan wants to participate, Evan, open invitation to you and then anyone else can. We'll start with Evan. Um, Before we record, we usually record on Thursday. So before Thursday at some point. You can submit a player that you want on the DFS lineup. Oh, that's a good yeah. And so we'll start. We'll start with anyone who wants to submit a player. We will start with your players, and then Joe and I will fill in the rest of the roster. So you can pick anyone you want. You don't have to worry about any you know any consideration for budget or anything. And then we'll only change this up if everyone seems to want to get involved, and then we. <laughs> Run out of and then everyone does like the top player or something. <laughs> right. We'll figure that out if that happens. But if you're interested and you want to be, you know, in our lineup and help us reverse this trend, where we're one and two in placing in the money right now. We're still positive though because we we got four dollars. I think. Out, yeah, out so of we're still positive because we're playing in tournaments, which pay out more, but you also have to, you know, finish in a higher percentage. Yep. 
Let's do that. So next That's week. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Send them to Joe. Don't send them to me. Send them to Joe. <laughs> right. Um, you go first. Okay. So I go first this week. Um, let's just see. Um, I don't really have reasons. I just kind of, honestly, I put in my tool. I do like Matthew Stafford for my, our cheaper quarterback. Um, do it. That was my I, first pick. What? Yeah. My, okay. that was my, my first pick was Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Nice. Um, do you want to keep track or do you want me to, I can. Uh, keep, yeah, let's, I'll keep track of the amount if you can keep track of the people. Okay. So Matthew Stafford for 73, uh, hundred. Uh, yep. That's my first pick. All right. Well, well now since that was going to be my first pick, now I'm going to look here at the running back position. I, I'm going to go with Alexander Madison. Oh yeah. $7,000 against Atlanta. I think they're just going to keep feeding the running backs. He did awesome when he filled in for Dalvin cook last week. So cheaper option there, $7,000 Alexander Madison. I was, I was super uh, surprised, but I guess shouldn't have been that there was uh, that many or that he was projected for so many points this week. Um, let's jump over to wide receiver. Uh, again, don't really have much of a, um, reasons for these, but let's do Devonte Adams for big money, big money, big money, big money for $9,000. This first game back, right? Yep. I think he'll, he'll be fine. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to the running back position. Back to a guy who I played high school basketball with. Let's go with James Robinson, 6,500 at the running back position. You played basketball with him? We talked about this. Remember? That's a different different guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The joke doesn't get old, though. We're just going to keep, let's just keep pounding the same jokes over and over and over again. (laughs) They get funnier as they get more stale. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, so. How about a wide receiver stack, Kenny Galladay, for $7,200? I know we talked about the Marvin Jones, but I think better for Galladay. I agree. Marvin Jones would be one if you really, if we really wanted to differentiate our lineup. Maybe keep that one on tap because last week – okay, I think we should give ourselves a pass for last week. There were so many games that got moved around that we were forced – to like replace players on a whim because the main slate kept changing. So, yep. Well, and then uh, CEH happened to just forget that uh, the whole, anyway, he just had a stinker. I'm moving over to defense. So I'm going to pick our defense this week. And I, <laughs> I love how Daniel Jones just <laughs> turns the ball over all the time. So I'm going with the Washington defense playing the New York giants for 4,600 it's pretty pricey, but I think we're good for at least one or two turnovers. And I think it's of all the matchups, it's got one of the best chances for a, for a touchdown this week. Nice. How um, how much do I have left? We're at forty one six, so that leaves us with eighteen four remaining. All right, so about six thousand per. Um, okay, you picked two running backs and. My uh, value running back this week, 
I'm just hoping he falls into the end zone against Carolina is David Montgomery for 5,900. So he's going to be our flex. Oh, okay. Where do, where do you get the confidence of David Montgomery? Just the volume that he's got? Yeah, the volume. I just think that he's the only guy like he's going to be, I don't know, touching the ball. All right. I want to look at the tight end position here. And I am debating between Johnu Smith for 5,800. And I forgot who else I was debating between. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Hawkinson? Maybe I should go down and look at Noah Fant since Kyle paid so much money for him. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go with him. I Let's do Johnny Smith. Are you okay paying up for tight end? Yeah, I think that – no, I think that's a good pick. All right. At Houston, they're projected to score a lot of points. That game is – I think it was 50-something. I forget, 54, 55 over under. So, 5,800, Johnny Smith, which leaves us with – 6,700 left. Do you want to know? And it's a wide receiver, I think, that we're left with. All right, let me let's do our little sorting here. Come on. All right. So I'm seeing Marquise Brown, J- Jameson Crowder, A.J. Brown, Odell Beckham, probably not him. Chark? Chark. Oh, we got A.J. Brown there. I don't know. I, I How can we pass him up? In that room. I know. I know him or Jamison Crowder because Jamison Crowder's had three 100 plus yard games. I know Jets are bad, but oh, I know who's gonna, but uh, well, you choose. I'm fine. AJ Brown or Crowder would be where I would lean. I although I would also entertain Fuller, he's 6,700 too. So, got a couple options there. You know, let's go with AJ Brown. You're right, AJ Brown, 6,500. Yep. What does that put our lineup as as a whole? We leave two hundred dollars on the board. Um, okay, so we have quarterback is Matthew Stafford, and we're gonna stack him with Kenny Galladay. Um, and then I don't have to say the prices, do I? For recap, no, you're okay. All right, uh, Devonte Adams for um, yeah, big play wide receiver. Um, our third one, AJ Brown. I like our wide receivers this week. Look at them; um, they're I good. Think it's our, I think it's our wide. I think it's our running backs that might do us in, if anything. But we'll see. Alexander. I <laughs> no, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that they're 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 more question marks, but they're they're good. Yeah. Anyway, I like the picks. I actually had them at the top of most of my boards. Uh, Alexander Madison, James Robinson, and David Montgomery. Uh, tight end Jonu Smith, and then defense Washington. I feel good. I feel good. I feel like we've, we're going to place. I feel like we've we've got we're going to get our mojo back. There's going to be no game cancellations. People are going to start taking this COVID thing a little more seriously, and and we're we're going to go two for two. We're going to sp- place in the money and and win win again this week. All right, we got. It. All right, thanks everybody for tuning in for the week six podcast. Best of luck in your matchups, and again. If you're interested in participating in the DFS, you must text Joe a pick of a player that you really want and that you think has a great matchup that, uh, by when? By noon on Thursday? No, I use FanDuel. FanDuel. FanDuel, noon on Thursday? I guess they can just send you a player, though. They really just like the matchup and don't want to look at the money. But noon yeah, on you Thursday? can just send me a player. That's fine. All right. All right, bye, everyone. Bye.